time right now to eat, amen, and take partake of the Word of God. Saints of God, turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Kings. God for the Word. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter. Amen. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter. Amen. And also, get with me. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Get my Bible in there. Amen. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Amen. How many of y'all ready for the Christmas season? Amen. Wonderful, wonderful season to remember the birth of our Lord. Amen. Again. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, and 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Amen. When you have it, say amen. 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 We're coming, amen, to encourage your hearts, amen, to let you know what God is saying to us today. Speaking from our subject, the mind of Christ, amen. Once more and again, our subject has been the mind of Christ. Christ. The thought for today, am I arresting evil or wrong thoughts? Amen. Again, am I arresting evil or wrong thoughts? How many know that we're not supposed to just let certain things stay on our mind that's not supposed to be there? One of the greatest problems that we have as humans is not allowing our minds to be renewed, even Christians especially, because only Christians can have their minds renewed by the word of God. It is a shame that a lot of us are not having our, our minds renewed on a daily basis. When it's so important to understand that I am what I think I am, what I think I am, that's what I am. What I think I can do, I can do. So it's so important to know how you're thinking because according to your thinking, you will be a success or a failure. If your thinking is wrong, you will fail. I was telling the people at Tabernacle this morning that when the thought comes to me about you, if it's an evil thought, I can choose to entertain it are rejected. But if it's a thought that I entertain and it's no good, then that's going to create my perception of you. That is going to dictate how I treat you. And I will treat you one way and try to show a certain way before you, but really I'm being a phony and a hypocrite because that's not what's in my heart. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, it said, so a man thinketh, what? So is he. So a man thinketh, so is he. For the rest of it says, because we usually only, only quote that part. <laughs> but the rest of it says, eat and drink, says he, but his heart is not with you. So he's telling you something that he really doesn't mean. It's like you inviting somebody into your house and say, oh yeah, eat up. Then you go in the room and no good, good for nothing, backstabbing, eat up all my food when he come in my house. Oh, God bless you, I'm back, how you doing? That's being a phony, that's being a hypocrite. That's saying one thing, but meaning another. You're not being real, you're not being genuine. Oh, say this with me, I wanna be genuine. Say it again, I wanna be real. Am I arresting evil or wrong thoughts? The challenge for today. To make sure my thoughts are in line with God's word. Again, to make sure that my thoughts are in line with God's word. When my thoughts are not in line with God's word, I may not understand what I'm doing, but 
Listen to this very carefully before we start reading. Listen to this. I am giving the enemy legal authority to not only make suggestions, but to tempt me with the things I should not do. He won't be able to read my mind because he's not omniscient. So he can't read my mind. But he can read my actions. He can read my reactions. He does hear what comes out my mouth. He even hears and listens when you talk to yourself. When you think no one's listening, that evil spirit, what usually people call your demon, the one that travels and follows you everywhere you go, where there's more, well, there's more than one. There's demons that follow and travel you because they have to get as much information from you as possible. They're an elite force who have been practicing evil for 6,000 years, and they listen to every word you say. And whatever you say, they build on that. Woo! They build on that. And they build on it, and they build on it until they build a house. Because our thoughts is our house. You are housed by your thoughts. Because we are what we think, just as we are what we eat. So we need to understand that. So if I think low of myself, I'm thinking low of myself, then I'm low. If I'm thinking greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, oh, man, I can walk in power under the anointing of God because greater is he. The main important thing we got to remember about God's word. What's so important about God's word? Why do I have to read it all the time? I'm going to tell you why. Because God's word is his thoughts. And God wants his thoughts to be your thoughts. God wants his words to be your words so that when you speak his words in faith, you bring forth what God says. That's the reason why Paul said to us, when Paul said to us to speak those things that be not, he speaks those things that be not as though they were the same way God wants us to speak it over our lives. And we have just what God says we should have just as Brother Lee was telling us last week. Speak it. So that's the problem. A lot of us have the power, but we're not doing anything with it. We have the power, but we're not using it. Oh, say it with me. I got the power. I need to use it in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand, praise, if you believe it. I have the power. I need to use it in Jesus' name. What's wrong with my attitude? You got the power, but you're not using it. Why am I moody? You have the power but you're not using it. You're not speaking it. You're continuing the way you are and you're not going to God's thoughts which are higher than yours, which God told us in Isaiah 54. He said, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. And his ways and his thoughts are so far from ours until we need to come to his thoughts in order to know what we ought to do. Somebody say, I hear, that. I hear that. Okay, turn with me again. Second Kings, the sixth chapter for the reading of God's word. Stand with me just for the reading of God's word. Second Kings, the sixth chapter. Here we go. Starting at the eighth verse. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants saying, in such and such a place shall be my camp. And when the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, listen, this is the servant, God's servant Elijah. He sent to the king of Israel, saying, beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. Listen, and the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned of him, and saved himself not there, saved himself there, not 
once nor twice, meaning that quite a few times he saved himself because of the word that was given to the man of God. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet that is in Israel telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speaketh in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host for one man, for one man. He sent horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host encamped about the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not. Listen, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. I wish I had a church. I'm going to read it again. Maybe y'all act differently when you really think about it. And he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Eh, whatever. I'm grateful. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. Praise ye the Lord. Somebody give God a hand praise for the armies of the Lord. Come on, you can do better than that. Bless the Lord for his protection. Tell your neighbor, I'm protected. Look around, tell your other neighbor, tell them, you're protected by the armies of the living God. Amen. 2 Corinthians 10, beginning at verse 3. Amen. Say amen if you're there. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God. How many heard that? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You may be seated. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the word. Having in a readiness to fulfill all obedience. Amen. Say this with me simple subscription. Your topic for today. I am. More than, a conqueror. more than a conqueror. Amen. I am more than a conqueror. When we look back in the Bible days, the Bible's description of a conqueror is somebody who conquers when the odds are against them. For instance, if you look at history, you will look at history and you'll find out that one of the ways that the Persian armies defeated everybody that they came up against, they came up against them in groves of their hosts. So that when the armies of the Lord, when the armies of Greece, when the armies of Persia rather, came, they came with such a great force and so many people 
that the other nations were overwhelmed because that's how Persia believed in fighting. It was like no end to the people and to the armies they brought. Greece outsmarted them because Greece, rather than fight strictly against the armies, they, what they did was use strategy to defeat their large armies. How many know, how, doesn't matter how many that the devil uses against you. You just have to have a good strategy. The word of God is your strategy against the works of the enemy. Because I am more than a conqueror. A conqueror was somebody who defeated their enemy when the odds were against them. And the reason why a conqueror was victorious, because a conqueror went against his enemy and won the battle. They would be called a conqueror because they conquered what was trying to come against them. Christians, are you getting it? People of God, are you getting it? The enemy wants to you to think and me to think that we're overwhelmed, that there's more of him than there is of us, which is why at times we find our thoughts in the spirit realm, the spirit world, overwhelming us. How many of y'all get overwhelmed by your thoughts sometime? Oh, come on. You can be real. Let's be human. Can we be human? Our thoughts sometimes overwhelm us. And when they overwhelm us, they can send us into a place where we don't need to be. And if we're not careful, rather than give God glory and praise... Even as Christians, we will become overwhelmed with our own thoughts and defeat ourselves. See, because the devil can't dictate what you think unless you give him legal authority to mess with your thoughts. The devil can only use his best weapon, and that is the power of suggestion in order to deceive you. He uses suggestion, but you don't have to accept his suggestion. Just like you can come to me and advise me, I can accept it or reject it. It's all up to the individual that you're speaking to. So when the devil makes suggestions, you can make a choice to accept it or to reject it. Mm. Say it with me. I got to reject his thoughts. Say it again. I got to reject his thoughts. Something I've been studying, I've been studying a while. And the Lord led me into it. And I was saying, Lord, evil spirits, they are territorial. They take over any territory that you leave open to them. Paul was in line with this. Paul, by the Holy Spirit, spoke of this. Paul said, give no space, no place to the devil. He told us that in Ephesians. Give no space or place to the devil because whatever you give him because he's territorial he will take it over and not give it back whatever you give the enemy he's going to take it so if I give him my thought life guess what he's going to take it if I give him the words that come out of my mouth guess what He's going to take it. Whatever I give him, that's what he's going to take because evil spirits are territorial. Don't you know that right now that we are in a battle that has to do with the devil wanting the earth? He wants the territory that he thinks is his. 
He wants us because he believes we belong to him. But I came to let him know that Psalms 24 and 1 says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And because we belong to God, the enemy cannot defeat us. He's fighting for us, but we don't belong to him. That's why he fights the Christian. Not the one who goes to happy hour. Not the one who smokes and drinks. Not the one who's the heathen and the atheist. He wants little old you and me who won't serve him. Who uses the word of God and prayer and fasting against him. He wants us who comes here Sunday after Sunday, who comes Bible study after Bible study. Take note. Bible study after Bible study. Because if you don't come to Bible study, then you take note. He wants us. He does not want the people in the world. He already has them. He wants you and I. So what he tries to do is invade our thoughts. And make you think his thoughts. And make us believe his thoughts is our thoughts. Oh, boy. He wants us to believe that his thoughts is our thoughts. So we will think negative of somebody and believe what we think. Most marriages break up not because of an outward fight. The outward fight was only something to show what was going on internally. The problem is always internal before it's external. Because most of you women know that when a husband says something, it's not just what he said, but it's what he said on top of what he said on top of what he said on top of what he said. It's incident after incident after incident, and then what happened? It all fills up till it, bop, explodes. And then most of the times, marriages break up because of that. Mm. And see, a territorial spirit wants us to keep our minds on the wrong things, the negative things, so that we can't see that God said to love. So we can't see that God said, be kind. So we can't see that God said, be gentle. Because me treating you in a hostile way is not going to cause you, if you're not in the word of God, to treat me with love. You get what you give. Give and it shall be given. That's the Bible. And it shall be given unto you. See, if we're going to be conquerors, then we've got to learn to see where is the problem in my life. And stop looking at your husband. Stop looking at your pastor. Stop looking at the people in the congregation and ask the question that's so hard. Lord, is it I? Forget about everybody else. Because you know, I can sit here and blame my mother and father for a lot of things. I can blame my sister for a lot of things. I can blame Nate for the evil things he did to me when I was a baby. And how he used to mistreat me, right, Nate? But see, I can either choose to blame him I can hold myself responsible and accountable and stop blaming people for my actions. Oh, don't you know that that's what was wrong with this young man that went inside his school and inside that school? Don't you know that that was not him, but that was the misleading and misdirecting of spirits that had been going on in him for a long time? That did not just happen. That was a ticking time bomb waiting to explode and no one saw that the fuse was lit. 
That didn't just happen. That was in his, ooh, somebody get it. Where? It was here. It was here. He just, listen, he outwardly showed the inner turmoil on the inside that he was going through. His mind was messed up, and because no one around him could sense what was going on in the spirit realm, no one caught it before it happened. Because America is saying, pray, 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 but they're not saying to what God? Because your God is not America's God. And they want God to protect the children, but they want to throw the Bible out to school. They want God to protect our children, but they don't want God having a part to their system. But as soon as something happens, where is God? Then everybody wants to blame God. Then everybody wants to look at God. And, ah, ah. But when you put God out to school, what did you expect? You asked them not to come into school and you put condoms in. What are we saying? What are they saying to God? We don't want you to be a part of our system. So you're telling him literally, don't protect us. That's what you're saying. That's what man is saying. Don't protect us. So when you don't let God in, somebody better hear this. Ooh, when God gave me this Monday night, I didn't even know what was going to happen with this man shooting children. But let me tell you something. When they didn't let, when they stopped letting God in, they gave legal right to evil spirits to walk in. Now we have 20 children who we won't even know what they could have been not here. And you think it was an accident? No. The devil's plan is to kill off mankind, and he starts with the children. That is why we've got to teach our children the word of God. We've got to tell them about Jesus Christ. We've got to warn them about the spirits in the world that don't like them and let them know, do not fear. God is with you. Pray when you get up. Pray when you go to sleep. Don't forget to read your Bible verse. And that's not just for the children. That's for you. That's for me. Because you could be standing by the train and get pushed on the tracks. Evil spirits are everywhere. They're surrounding us. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't have to worry about what the devil is doing because the Lord is with me. Oh, look around, tell your neighbor, the Lord is with me. Tell him again, the Lord is with me. When you give the enemy legal authority, he has legal authority in the spirit realm to come in and function in your realm as though he is material, as though he is the scene in your realm. When really we are, we are supposed to come against these spirits so that they cannot use their realm to come in our realm and reap havoc. Mm. But see, that's what's happening in the churches today. And the bigger the church, usually people think the bigger the church, the less the problems are. The devil's a liar. The bigger the church, the more the problems. That's why God is getting ready this group here now. He's getting ready and getting the hearts prepared of this group here now so that you will know as the church grows, pastor has already by the Holy Spirit informed us to watch out and what to watch for. So that if anybody comes in here with a gun, we don't have to fear what they do because there is more that be with us. Oh, I'm not afraid of them. I'm afraid for them of who's with us. 
because when you know our God, you know that he don't fail and he don't play. He tells you in his word, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Our God is powerful. See, when they come in here, I'd be like, oh, you done messed up. I'd be asking them, let me pray for you. First of all, if anybody ever did come in here like that, you leave that to the man of the house, the leader of the house. Stand back, because you and your panicky self may make him start shooting. But if I got some men or some women of God that don't fear the devil, that know that the devil has no power over us, that knows that evil spirit has no authority over us, if you want to stand up and say, for God I'll live and for God I'll die, then stand up and say it and let the devil know that you are defeated and we come against you within the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody called me this week and said, Pastor, Pastor, somebody stole something from me, and I know who it is, and I know how we used to do it back in the old days. He said, Pastor, back, when, back before I got saved, this would be handled in another way. Ooh, I said, thank God for Jesus. I said, it gives you a chance to show the devil that I'm not that person anymore. Putting those things which are behind me, Look into those things which are before me. I'm not who I used to be. <laughs> Y'all know we had some street justice back in the days. <laughs> Yo, Bobo, <laughs> I got a problem. Come on down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring Chuck, Chuck, and Killer with you. <laughs> what we used to say, no problem. We'll take care of this. Y'all know how we used to do, but we don't do that no more. The Lord said, vengeance is mine and I shall repay. We leave it in God's hand. And then we don't even curse them. We bless them. Now, see, that's love. That's love. See, that's that now, now your flesh is going bur to burn up and crawl up and cry. You gonna feel your inside burning. Most of us, most of us think when we look back and we think about the scripture, we look at Jeremiah, and Jeremiah said that I was gonna stop speaking, paraphrasing it. He said, but it was like fire shut up in my bones. Do you not really know that Jeremiah was really describing an actual sickness in his body that he began to feel that if he didn't give up the word of God like he was going to die that his heart was burning so bad it was literal that's what we begin to feel in our flesh when we go against our flesh it's like our flesh is saying no you got to do something and we're saying no I choose to obey God I choose to do what God says listen what happened to Israel this king of Syria made up in his mind that he was going to go and take over Israel. And he came there with his army for that purpose. And while the evil spirits were talking to him and provoking him against the people of God, 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 our God, was giving Elisha word of his strategy and his plan. Oh, don't you know God will warn you? Don't you know God will speak to you before something is about to go down? Don't you know that God sent men and women of God to let you know that Jesus is soon to come? So don't you worry about what's going on in the world. God sent his prophet to warn the king who did not really know God. And the prophet gave the king word and said, don't go there because he's waiting for you. And the prophet never met this enemy. Never heard what he said, but God revealed. Oh, somebody said with me, God is a revealer. 
Say it again. God is a revealer. See, that's why I told the people this morning, I said, you got to let your haters be your motivators. Let them motivate you to be stronger and better in the Lord. I'm not going to let you make me what you are, but be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil because the devil is wilding out, but my God has all things under control. That's right, he's wilding out. He's doing everything. He, he, what you know what it said? It said that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Doesn't it say that in Ephesians 6? Stand against the wiles of the devil. That word in the Greek for wiles is method. For the devil has a method to everything he does. The devil is the greatest strategist in the evil realm known in this universe. He's a strategist. The devil just don't do things he thinks. <laughs> he plans. He's not, he doesn't just plan, he's tenacious. He's persistent. And he sees his plan through and he watches it. Some of y'all he's been working on for years, you don't even know it. But he's been working in one area of your life to affect another area of your life. He's a strategist. He strategizes and he plans carefully. How does he plan? He plans by what he hears from your mouth. When you talk in the secret and you thought no one was listening. When you thought ain't nobody here, just me. I can talk it out. And the spirits were right in the place listening, just saying, let's wait. He's going to say something in a minute. We're going to get it all. See, that's why Paul said, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Why? Because when I give thanks, I give the devil no leeway, no understanding of what's going on in my life. I may be messed up in my mind, but that's what's going on eternally. But when I say, Lord, I give you thanks, the evil spirits go, we worked on that for six years to get her here. And she's saying, I give God thanks. How dare you thank God, and I've been working on this. If you would say, Lord, I will bless you at all times, and your praises shall continually be in my mouth. He, huh? How can you bless him, and I'm doing so much to bring you down? Woo. How can you say thanks when I'm doing my best to get to you. Then, you know what? We confuse them. Then instead of them mastering us, we master them. Wow. All right, I'll go by the notes. Instead of them mastering us, we master them. So what I need to say to myself, I need to say, what? am I thinking? You write notes, I need to see you writing that. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Because when I come up against things in my life, the question should be, what am I thinking? When I'm making reservations to go to the hotel, Meaning that I knowingly know, I willingly know that I'm going somewhere I'm not supposed to be and it's planned, that means that I have time to stop it. Before I go to the computer and turn on the pornography, I have the chance to say, no, I will not. For God will not have my eyes on such sinful activities. 
What am I thinking? What am I thinking? I need to ask God, God, help me with my thinking. Or as Joyce Myers would say, think about what you're thinking about. And if it's not of God, cast it out. See, you're not a mess. You're not a failure. You're not a dope. We are just people who got stuck on wrong thinking. A lot of us. Some of us have just had stupid thinking. Or as we said earlier, stinking thinking. And instead of us changing it, we continue on in the same thinking ways that we've been doing for years. Because that's what we've been used to. I'm used to this. See, this becomes familiar. This is commonplace. This is where I am comfortable. So you've been saying, why can't I break this habit? Why can't I break this addiction? Because all your life you've been there. And now it's so good to you think I belong here. Some of us have even justified why we are where we are. We have justified that I did this because of this and because of that, I'm satisfied. When God says, come ye out from among them and be ye separated, and because you have not separated yourself, you've been defeated. You have not, listen, you have not cast down every imagination you have let the imaginations run through your mind you have done it and done it and done it until to you it just seems normal to do this it's become the norm but the bible says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood this is not a war against flesh. This is a spiritual war. And if you use your weapons of the natural, you're going to fail. Leave your philosophy in the school. Leave your positive thinking out if it's not in line with God's word. Because your positive thinking ain't taking you nowhere. You need the word of God to go somewhere. Because the word directs, the word leads. Did you not read where God said in Psalm 37, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighted in his ways? How can I know where God is sending me unless I read the directions and the manual? I've said it many times. There any of you buy an entertainment center that you got to put together and you throw away the instructions and claim and declare, I'm going to build this by the Lord's help without the instructions. I tell you what's going to happen. You're going to wind up with a lot of missing pieces in the entertainment center. And please tell the children, don't stand next to it because it's going to fall. Talking about why I got all these extra pieces. They so nice. Give me all these extra pieces. No, it's the pieces that belong in the entertainment center. But because you threw away the instructions, you don't know where they go. God gave you his word for instructions. It's a manual. It's an instruction book to guide you in life. Don't you know what Bible means? It means biblical instructions before leaving life. You can't live without the Bible. It is biblical instructions before leaving earth. That's Bible. <laughs> instructions on how to live, instructions on how to think, instructions on what to say, instructions on what shall we do. Notice how the servant went to, an, went to Elijah, and listen what he said. He went out there, 
he saw that the armies had surrounded the man of God. He saw that there was no way out. Oh, how many times have we been someplace just seemed like there was no way to get out of it? I don't have enough money, and there's no way to get around it. We just look at our finances. Our finances don't meet the bills. It never did. And if we're not careful, we'll feel trapped. This is the way the servant felt. He said, Elisha, how shall we do? We are trapped. But see, I need somebody in here who's going to say when they look at their paycheck, fear not. I need a man of God or a woman of God who's in a place where they think they should not be, where they know God's word has not ordained them to be, and should look at it and say, fear not. For God is getting me out of this relationship. God is getting me out of this bad friendship. God is taking me to another level. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. My marriage will not collapse. Fear not. My children will be saved. Fear not. My children will be safe in school. Fear not. I will come back home. Fear not. I will make it through the night. Fear not. Some of us need to be told anything else, nothing else but fear not. The Lord is with you. Thank you, Jesus. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all your ways, do what? Acknowledge him and he shall what? Direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. He will direct you. Don't fear. So Elijah told him, fear not. But listen to the bold statement. Surrounded by armies of the enemy. Surrounded by people that he don't even know. Overwhelmed by an enemy's army who has come and encamped against his city. But Elijah has the nerve to say, fear not, for there be more with us than is with them. He wasn't seeing in the natural because there was no army in the natural. But through the spirit eye, through the faith eye, he saw that there's another way. There's a way that God has. There's a way that God has planned. And what God has is greater than what the enemy has. Greater is he that is in me. So Elisha saw and understood that God is greater than what the enemy's doing. And he said, listen, there be more of us than that is with them. So he sent the young man back out. But see, I'm going to tell y'all something. Most of us, we need to know one thing. We need God to open our eyes. Ooh, some of us need to be able to see what's in the spirit that we're not seeing in the natural. See, you will get scared when you look in the natural. Yeah, you will. Because in the natural, I am trapped. In the natural, I don't have enough money. In the natural, I don't have a job. That's just the reality. But faith is another reality. Faith is God's reality. And faith tells us that regardless to what I don't have, God has everything I don't have. And God is going to supply my needs according to his riches and glory. And if I ask, I shall receive. If I seek, I shall find. When I knock, the door will be open and God will make a way out of no way and the funds will come in and the help will come in and the upstairs will be done. I will have provisions. I will have what I need. And God will make a way when it seemed like there was no way. How many Christians I got, how many believers I got here today that will believe that? That there is more of us than there be with the enemy. Because no matter what's surrounding us. See, I want you to understand something. 
Think of it like this. Think of you as the church. Not a church, the church. We are surrounded by fear. Surrounded by evil. Surrounded by wickedness. But because of the great one. Because of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Because of God's unction and to function. Because of the anointing that gives us the ability to overcome. Because of the power of God that rests in me. Because greater is he that is in me than he that's after me. I'm going to come out victorious. So I won't back down. I won't run. I will not give up. I refuse to give up. Because I'm going to win this battle. Why? I am more than a conqueror. I have more than enough power. I have more than that be with the enemy. Then God is with me. He's going to protect me. He's going to provide for me. He's going to keep me. He's going to strengthen me. He's going to help me. He's going to teach me. He's going to help me understand. He's going to give me wisdom. He's going to lead me. He's going to guide me. He's going to instruct me. What more I need? There'd be more of us than there'd be with them. Lord, open his eyes. Open his eyes. He can't see what he can be. She can't see what you have for her, Lord. She don't know that there's some great things coming. Open her eyes. When you start fighting against the ministry and you start fighting against what's going on, you need to go to God and say, Lord, open my eyes. When there's turmoil and confusion going on, you need to stop, take a moment and say, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, is it I? Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm unsurrendered. Maybe I have not given up. Maybe I'm still leading my own self. Lord, help me to open my eyes. When God opened the servant's eyes, the servant went out and came back with the report and said, there be more of us. What did he see? Chariots of fire surrounding the enemy, not in the natural in the spiritual. He saw what Elisha saw when Elisha saw Elijah go up in heaven. The same chariots came back and surrounded the enemy. And the man of God went out there and said, Lord, smoke them with blindness. And at the word of God, pow! Everybody was blind. And now the prophet that they came to kill, he led them. Because blind people need somebody to lead them. So the man of God led them. And when he led them, he led them into Samaria. Samaria was their enemy. And then he said, Lord, open their eyes. And God, at the prophet's command, opened their eyes. And when he opened their eyes, he, they found they were surrounded. And that's exactly what God will do for your enemy when you trust and believe him. Your enemy cannot overtake you. But you, I declare by the word of God, will overtake him. Your thoughts will not overtake you. But you will overtake your thoughts. Your bad situation, your circumstance, your sickness, your disease will not overtake you. But you will overtake it. In the, by the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be delivered. In Jesus' name, be set free. In Jesus' name, stand on the word of God. In Jesus' name, get up and say, the Lord is my help. I'm not afraid. I will not run. I will stand 
stand and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to all them that believe, to the Jew first and also to the Gentiles. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just, the just, the just by faith. Come on and stand with me. 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 Let the devil know we're taking authority over you in the name of Jesus. This is not your house. These are not your children. These are not your, your imps. We declare and proclaim our children as servants of the living God. And the Spirit of God shall hover over them. Hmm. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Hmm. Hmm. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I should not be standing here. I should have gave up. But the Spirit of the Lord said, I called you to pastor. I called you to teach. I do not stand in my own strength. I stand in the strength of the living God. Isaiah said, he giveth power to the faint. And to them that has no might, he increases strength. Listen here. Even your youths shall faint and be weary. And your young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord. But they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. Shall renew their strength. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. There is more with us than that be with them. I'm not, a, I'm not worried about copycats springing up. I'm not worried. And don't you worry. Send your children to school in confidence. You walk in confidence. You are more than a conqueror. You have the power when you speak, the enemy listens and he will back up. Brother Lee, anoint everybody's head. Somebody help him. Anoint everybody's head. Everybody in here. Everybody in here needs the Lord's protection. But it's not in your own strength. It's in the strength of the living God. He has given you his anointing, which is the ability to overcome. The ability to prosper when you should fall. Is there anybody in here who does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Then there's a separate prayer for you. You can come this time. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... This is your moment to accept him and accept Jesus Christ's love and his grace for your life. This is your time right now to receive it. For the Lord wants you to know that he loves you. And he sent Jesus Christ with salvation to deliver you. You need to know that, especially the children. Anoint the children. 
The enemy will not have our children. He will not. We cover them in the name of Jesus. Our children are covered by the blood. And we pray for each other that we shall be strengthened. We are more than conquerors. You are my brother. You are my sister. I believe God for you. And there's strength for you in the kingdom of God. That's why God has given us kingdom power here on earth. We must understand that the just shall live by faith. And we will stand upon the word of God. If there's any sin in your life, you need to ask God for forgiveness of that and repent now. Repent now. Now is your time to repent and to ask God to forgive you of any sins that you have committed so that there'll be no hindrance to his flow of blessings upon your life. Know that God is with you. Be confident. Be confident. Trust him. No matter what's happening around you, trust him. Believe him. Call upon him. Paul said he is never far from you. Acts 17 tells us, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being. It's through him that we shall run over a troop and we shall leap over a wall. Even the youths shall faint. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Can I have every head bowed right now? Every head bowed right now. We are more than conquerors in a defeated nation. But right now, we pray for our nation that God will once again be allowed to intervene on their behalf because I tell you prophetically America won't last without God's intervention America is doomed unless it's God is the living God the true God there is no hope for America let us pray father we thank you Lord we bless you we give you glory we give you honor Father, we believe you this day. We stand and intercede for our nation, O oh God. Lord, knowing that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Knowing that we are in a spiritual battle, God. And at any time that war can break out. But God, we know that we are under your protection. We are under your divine plan. We are under your divine prescription. We believe you for life. We believe you for health and strength. We believe you for our children. We thank you for what you're about to do. For you do all things well and good. You bless us with provision. You keep us and you protect us. Lord, we are not fearing any man. But we fear you, God, who can destroy body and soul in hell. Lord, and we say we thank you now. Lord, cover us with your protection. Cover us with your blood. Lord, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength. You are our redeemer. Lord, help us to read Psalms 19 and 14 again and again and again until that word sinks in our heart and takes over our thinking. Lord, let our thoughts be your thoughts. Let our ways be your ways. We will bless you. We will honor you for who you are. We give you the praise. We worship you now. We worship you now. Without clapping, can I have some worshipers in here today? Can you join me in worship? Can you join me in worship before the presence of the living God? 
Can you join me in worship? Lift up your hands. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord God, strong and mighty. Who is this king of glory? The Lord God, mighty in battle. He is the king of glory. And because of that, your marriage will not fail. Your children are safe. Your home and your belongings are safe in the name of Jesus. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And all they that stand up against you in the day of judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the saints. And their keeping is of the Lord. Just worship him. Worship him now. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Believe him. Trust him. Surrender. Surrender to him now. And believe his word. The Bible said he sent his word and healed them of all their diseases. He's sending his word now. We love you and we thank God for you. I'm going to ask those who want to move around. We want worship in here. For those who want to continue worshiping, you're dismissed. But I believe there's some worshipers in here that want to take it further. But if anybody want to leave, you're free. Service is over. But let us worship him. You have been listening to Pastor Troy V. Ingram of Mount Olive House of Prayer. We are located at 141 Bower Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can find out more information about Mount Olive at our website, www.mountolivehop.org. That's mtolivehop.org. Thank you for listening, and may God truly bless you.